0: You're listening to a podcast from Victory. Jesus interprets the law of making oaths. Learn more about how to keep your promises in week 6 of our series, Redefined. in Matthew chapter 5, verse 33 to 37. Join me in reading, follow me with your eyes. Again, you have heard that it was said to those of old, you shall not swear falsely, but shall perform to the Lord what you have sworn. But I say to you, Jesus was again redefining, making it clear, putting it on the heart level. He said, do not take an oath at all, either by heaven, for it is the throne of God, or by the earth, for it is his footstool. Or for by Jerusalem, for it is the city of the great king. And do not take an oath by your head. Even uh, swearing, putting your life on the line. For you cannot make one hair white or black. But verse 37 tells us, last verse, Let what you say be simply yes or no. Anything more than this comes from evil. You see that Jesus was teaching us how we should live inside the kingdom of God. So Jesus was ushering in a kingdom that will change the world, okay, for the better. And uh, He was actually, the original change is coming. You know, Jesus was radical in in a way that, you know, uh, He was promising that there will be a new way of relating with God and relating with one another. And in in this part, in this portion, we, we have seen that God is guiding us and telling us, you know, what it, looks like if a person is truly part of the kingdom. In this text, he is talking about truthfulness and the value of being a credible person, a person who honors his or her word. But I have a question for all of us. Maybe you are here. Sino sa dito na experience mo na yung napangakuan ka pero napako. I'm not going to sayo a ano may regalo a to push through. Okay? Or i say, oh, I'm going to be a little of a little disappointed tayo, a in a way, parang of na little bit of a little bit of a little bit of a a little bit we a little bit of of words just to of a sure that bit person Okay, is persuaded that what we are saying is true. Okay, now, ito yung mga lumalabas sa mga conversations natin, no? Sabi natin yung I'll see you, I'll be there. Okay, promise, Pexman, diba? Swear to God, cross my heart, hope to die. I'm telling the truth, diba? You have to believe me. May mga guarantee statements. Bumamatay ako, mamamatay man yung kapit bahay ko. Dinamama po yung kapit bahay mo, di ba? Mamatay yung lolo mo or whatever. Why do we use these words? Why do we use these phrases just to motivate people that what we are saying is true? You know why here is the tension We say that because the reality is we live in a world where words have lost its weight. Okay, yung salita natin because of the fall have lost its weight. Hindi na mabigat. Okay, ngayon, hindi na natin alam kung ano yung sinasabi na totoo or hindi. Now, I don't know if you used to play with uh, maybe the men, ano? How long you here you played when you were young, pellet gun. Naglalaro ka ng pellet gun, di ba? Plastic, taba, naglalaro ka ng ganun. Di ba yung may mga pellet gun na alam mo uh, parang totoo pag malayo, when you just look at it? But you know it's fake. Di ba? How do you know if it's fake or, or, or if it's real? How? By the weight of it. Pag binuhat mo na amagaan, peke pala to. Now, in the same way, if we are to be people of the truth, there has to be weight in our words in a good way. We'll be dividing the text in three parts, the, the text that we've read. The first part is this one, what tradition says. And the second part is what Jesus says. And the third part is how we sh- should use our speech. So again, we we know, we're, we acknowledge that we live in a culture They embrace the idea that half-truths are okay, white lies are permissible, and that there are categories of sin. But the word clearly tells us that half-truth is not okay, okay, that white lie is actually a lie, and that there are no categories for sin, for all sin is sin. And therefore, you must take our words seriously. The first part, tells us that Jesus was quoting you know, the tradition that has been a reality already. And it says here, Again, you have heard that it was said to those of old, You shall not swear falsely, but shall perform to the Lord what you have sworn. He was quoting a, a tradition, uh, uh, something that God has allowed. It was not actually part of the Ten Commandments, but because of man's untruthfulness, you know, uh, it was a practice in the Old Testament, okay? swearing and oaths. But, Jesus was uh, saying here, the point is that the Pharisees, okay, Jesus was here and he was saying, you know what, the Pharisees, they have found a way to go around the the rule, okay, minahanap silang butas, that as long as I am not swearing to the Lord, I can swear to other things and other people, okay, because these Pharisees, they they love to go around the truth, okay, now, as long as I am not swearing to the Lord, It's okay. So, it was a practice to swear upon you, the temple, and to this, and to that. Okay, parang yung nangyayari rin sa atin, na, di ba, may mga mga sinuswear tayo in the name of ganyan-ganyan. But, Jesus here is telling us that we should not do that. Because, if you swear to the temple, actually, all things, even you swear at the expense of your own life, it's like putting yourself in the place of God. Diba, niya dito, hindi mo nga kayang paputiin yung itim. Hindi mo rin yung puti. Diba, why will you swear on your own head? The Bible's telling us we should not swear because all these things, if we are really truthful, we can be taken at our word. Now, in the Old Testament, I remember a story uh, of this military man, a general named Jephthah, okay who carelessly shared, uh, you know, declared a vow. He, he just came out of a victorious uh, battle, and in that battle, after the victory, sabi niya, sino man yung lumabas na sa bahay ko, when I get there, Isa sacrifice ko sa, sa Lord. Okay, so, punta siya sa bahay niya, pag niya from the, vic- uh, from the victorious battle, you know what, who came outside of the house, it was his daughter. Okay, so, he was devastated, he was, oh man, but not ko ba sinabi yun? But the Old Testament uh, practice is this. Right? He who makes a vow to the Lord, uh, makes a pledge under oath, must never break it. He must do exactly what he said he would do. So what's, what's the thing here? What's, what's the lesson? The first thing I want to highlight is this. If you are a Christian, if you are part of the kingdom, for a Christian, talk is not cheap. You are careful with your words. You are not careless about saying things that you're not actually, uh, and you're not able to fulfill. Our words matter. Don't you ever think that your words are mere talk alone? Because our words, the use of our speech, our words reflect uh, the kingdom that we belong to. So if you're a Christian, you you are not to take your talk or your speech lightly. We all know about the the story about the, the boy who cried wolf, right? And he was playing around the people and he was laughing about them. But when the wolves. You know, came in. He was crying to the top of his lungs. ng naniwala sa kanya. So even non-Christians know this universal fact that you are not to play and manipulate people and lie to them. Recently, lang this week, I was talking with one of my uh, friends who's also a dad right now, and uh, he knows that I might. Uh, use this thing that was, he was about to share pag na yung mga anak ko. So I'm just trying to be one page, uh, one season ahead of where uh, my parenting is because my, my children, toddler tsaka infant pa lang, ano, but yung kids niya, pre na. And he was sharing that uh, his son, okay, tinanong ng nanay niya, sabi nung nanay niya, oh, have you taken your meds already? Okay, your vitamins, have you taken them? Sabi niya, yes, mom. Pagtingin nung nanay niya dun sa... Where, it's a place where the vitamins are. Have you really taken the vitamins? Yes, mom, I, I did. Tinginan na sila mag And the dad brought the, the son outside and talked with him. Why do you have to lie? And the, 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 the son was already crying. Dad, you know, I, it's, I'm really having a hard time you know, drinking a capsule, you know that. And the dad told him, you know what? You could, you could have just said that. Because kung ito palang, gamut palang toa. Ah, Okay, you're, you're, you're lying because you are trying to get away with uh, a difficult thing. How much more when you grow up? And that was for me. Ganun uh, pala talaga pag-parenting. We are to even guide our children diligently even in the small matters. So it was a practice. It was a, a tradition that as long as you're not doing it to God, you can go around the law. But to Jesus, and for all who are part of His kingdom, we should treat our words with weight. We are to grow and mature with the use of our weight. Proverbs 18, verse uh, 21 tells us, Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those who love it will eat its, its fruit. So our words matter. Ne- never take them lightly. Single men, here's a tip that uh, was really helpful for me before I got married. Okay, mga younger uh, students dyan, mga lalaki. Uh, We were used to um, coach and mentored by our leaders before when we were young. Sabi nila sa never tell a woman I love you when you are not yet ready to back it up with will you marry me. Because a lot of women have been fooled already by that word, I love you, pero wala nang weight. (laughs) And so nung dumating na ako dun sa part na sinabi ko na kay Ethel na, I really love you. Okay, I, I know that in time okay, magpo propose ako, and then it wasn't that long until we, we got married eventually. And so, you know, even the word I love you, you, you need to really mean that. Okay, we are to use our words with weight. Young women, when you are tempted, when your boy, boyfriend is tempting you, when you say no, wokyung no, <laughs> no, 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 Let your no, be no, okay, Let no, no, yes be no, 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 Sa landline, tapos ayo mong kaosapin. Don't tell your kids, anak sabi mo wala ako dito. Okay, lumabas nag okay? Sabi mo, yung <laughs> true ang panati sa yung mga aling. And it was funny because uh, when I was young, somebody uh, called me and I, I, I did that. Sabi, ko wala ako dito nasa SM, okay? Nag sa summer class nag kakarate. <laughs> so, but, na pick up korein yung ganon. But, but then again, by God's grace, we can be people who are true to our words. In, uh, that are credible. Second part is what Jesus says. Now, here's what Jesus said. But I say to you, He was redefining it. He was making it clear. He was putting it at the heart level. Do not take an oath at all, either by heaven, for it's the throne of God, by the earth, for His footstool, or by Jerusalem, for it's the city of the great King. And do not take an oath by your head. Okay, don't even put your life on the line for you cannot again. You're you're not in the place of God making white black or black white. I believe Jesus was saying here is that we are to be truthful people, and we if we are truthful, you don't need to swear at all. You don't have to use lots of words just to persuade people because if people found you, you are credible, you are truthful, you're consistent. Okay, you can simply say yes a yes and no a no. In First Timothy three verse five, you know he, this is our identity as. As God's people, the Word tells us that the church, the household of God, is the pillar and support of truth. We are to support the truth of God's Word, and if we are not living according to God's truth, okay, puts God in a bad light. Uh, in fact, uh, Jesus's brother who did not believe in Him but encountered Him when he, we saw Him resurrected. Okay, his name was John. Oh, uh, his name was James. Sorry. James taught the same principle in the book of James. When he wrote, he became one of our uh, leaders in the church history. And he said, do not swear, in James 5 verse 12, do not swear either by heaven or by earth or by any other oath, but let your, let your yes be yes and let your no be no. Here's the principle, here's the uh, second lesson I want you to take note. God is honored when we honor our words. And He is dishonored when we take our words lightly. We are to be men and women who would honor our words and we would deliver whatever we say by His grace because it would reflect to the God that we serve. You know, in church history, there's what we call this, uh, the Protestant work ethic. Okay, in the past, pag sinabi mong Kristiyano ka, pag sinabi mong uh, believer ka ni Jesus, you have a reputation of excellence. Okay, magaling to, yun eh. Okay, kunin natin to. You have a reputation of consistency and people will... Get you in the work, in the position, because we have that, uh, that um, excellent and reliable reputation. Sadly, right now, pag siyabi mo Christian ka, mo Christian ka. You have to uh, do what, what you need to do to prove yourself. But I pray that you know, even by God's grace, the Lord is adding weight to our words. If we learn to be the 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 kind of people that we are, to be truthful people, God is honored when we honor our words. In fact, when uh, God's people live in a lifestyle of uh, lying and deceit, okay, again, it puts it uh, him on the, uh, it gives him a bad name. But if people who are claiming Christians are still living in a lifestyle of uh, deceit and, and lying, manipulating, they have to pray. Because their Christianity is already in question. Because okay, you are not living in the truth. Third and last part, I want to uh, discuss this. How our speech should be. Jesus simply tells us, dapat eto. Okay, eto lang yan. Let what you say be simply yes or no. Anything more than this comes from evil. What was Jesus uh, saying here? Okay, dapat do clear tayo, consistent and credible with whatever we say. Because we represent Him, and our speech should represent the Christ that we know. Our speech must reflect the King that we serve. In John 14, verse 6, it was said that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. Jesus is the truth. If Christ is in us, it must manifest through us. A life of truthfulness and a life of consistency. And here's the third um, lesson I want, to get, I want us to get from this um, text, this preaching. is that your life of truthfulness reflects the kingdom you belong to. If you belong to the kingdom of Christ, if you are a Christian, a follower of Christ, okay, your, your life of truthfulness must testify to that. Because there are two kingdoms. There are only two. The kingdom of light and the kingdom of darkness. And in John 8, okay, verse 44, it, it says here, The devil was a murderer from the beginning, not holding to the truth. For there is no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks his native language. For he is a liar. And the, the what? The? Father of all life. So that's a question. To who do we belong to? Sinong tatay natin? Who is our Father? Right now. If He is our Father, it would reflect to us. Maybe you're saying here, ang bigat naman yan, How can I follow that? Okay, how can I live up to the standard of Jesus? You know how? It's actually realizing that Jesus fulfilled the law for us. So that by His grace and the Holy Spirit's work in us, we can be empowered to obey. Here's my last statement I want to share with all of us. This is so important. This is uh, so crucial because a life of truthfulness honors the truthful and the re- reliable God that we have. It honors our truthful and reliable God. If we don't live truthful lives and consistent lives, it dishonors Him. And it causes people you know, to continue in sin and you know, not, they're not encouraged, they're not drawn to the king that we have. But if we are consistent, if we reflect the, the father of truth that we have, people are drawn to us and they would want to be part of this kingdom. I want to close with this story. This is uh, a true story. There, there was an earthquake that happened in 1988. December 7, exactly 1141 AM. Armenia, a nation. Armenia was hit by an eight Point two magnitude earthquake, killing at least 25,000 people in seconds. Now earlier before the earthquake, there was a father who dropped off his son, Arman, to school, and the relationship of the, this father and son is really interesting because the father would always encourage the son, he, was, he would speak words of life to his son. And when they, when they were having a football practice, di ba, parin, nap, yung, ano, yung, si Arman saying I don't want to do this anymore, I suck at this. But his dad asked him, do you want this? I'm not good at this, that's not my question. Do you want this? And say, I want to do this. Then never give up. Push it. Practice more. They would, they would encourage, okay dad, I'm gonna do it. There was another time when um, Armand's uh, friend was left by their dad. And so Arman one time asked his dad, Dad, are you also gonna leave us? Are you gonna leave me and mom one day? And he put him to side and say, you No know, Arman, I will never leave you. I will stay here with you no matter what. And on the day of the earthquake, he dropped off his son Arman to school and he says, Arman, if something wrong happens, remember this. I will come running for you. Wherever you are, just wait for me. I'll be there. Okay? Okay, dad. And so, nagnyari na yung earthquake. And then the dad was able to uh, go out of the office that he was working. And he, he looked at the horizon and he saw the buildings in rubble. Okay, nasira lahat. And, and so he came running to the school where he dropped off his son. And he was so discouraged, his heart sank because he saw the whole school building Puru na lang. And so he started putting out the rocks one by one. And he was shouting, Arman! Arman, where are you? And he was putting, you know, hours upon hours. In fact, first 12 hours, there was no sign. There was no sound. And all the, the dads and the moms, they were all crying, looking for their, their kids who they brought up to school. You know, 24 hours came. Still no sign, no, no voice, no, no sound. And the authorities were already... Trying to put, put him in encouraging him to go home. But he said, the father said to the authorities, I made a promise to my son. I'm gonna look after him. So he continued searching one rock after the other. Dumudugo yung kamay niya. He was shouting, Arman, are you there? You know, 36 hours later, there was still no sand. And, you know, they were really encouraged uh, to give up and to allow what happened to already happen. But he was persistent. He said he made a promise and he continued to look and dig over the rocks. And 38 hours later, he heard a voice. And the voice was so familiar, he knew it was his son. Dad, is that you? hina. I'm here, I'm here. Dad, we're okay, don't worry. We're all safe. We're all safe with, with some of my classmates here. And the son looked at his classmates and he said, I told you. He would come. And you know, he was rescued, our man was rescued, along with the 13 others, okay, the classmate niya, who encouraged, you know, just let's wait for our dad. My, my dad will come, as he did. And he did. And you know what I love about this story? is the fact that our man knew his father was truthful. And this is a picture of how truthful God is to us. And that's my prayer that we would grow in an understanding and an experience of the reliability and the greatness and the faithfulness of God so that we too could be reliable with our words and somehow bring people to the Lord because of the life and the testimony that we have demonstrated to the world. Can we all bow their heads and pray? God, we thank you that you are a consistent person in whatever you say you will fulfill. God, you are not a man that you should lie. You are not uh, like one of us who would say something and would change his mind. Lord, you are consistent. Lord God, I pray for us here who are struggling with living a truthful life. Lord, but I pray and I believe, God, that as we encounter your truth, as we encounter your reliability, would cause us to live truthful and honest and consistent lives. Thank you for listening to this message. For more messages like these from other Victory Centers, please visit victory.org.ph/resources/podcasts.